Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, and uh, we have Doug Thornton with us, so you know what that means. American Vindicta plus the Common Sense Show equals the Doug and Dave Intel Report, and we're going to be talking about an interesting revelation from Tucker Carlson. It uh, dovetails with some of the things I've been saying. I had a really interesting discussion with Pastor Paul Begley on this when I was uh, on his uh, seminar. Uh, He had a, a visual seminar with various presenters and uh, we had a great discussion about that and i'm going to share that with you and then we're going to be talking about uh, farmland i've got reports i've got i've got relatives that are farmers and um we're getting interesting reports out of iowa uh also nebraska there's news out of nebraska as well too i know some farmers in nebraska and i'm getting some very concerning reports and we'll hit that um and uh a note here too um we are going uh obviously one commercial per show on every uh outlet and that's because uh yours truly has suffered a tremendous loss of income due to removal from youtube for still unspecified reasons it's still under appeal um and i do have a company that represents me so they're involved in that but um yeah i either do that folks or i go to i quit the business and i go to work at home depot um i had someone write to me today and complain and i just said well if you want to send me donations and yeah otherwise yeah we got to do it and we bring you stuff that's really good um and i do mean we bring you stuff that's really good if you think your money is safe in the bank you're crazy if you think your food supply is stable uh you're not paying attention and so we hit Many products, and then we get into some of the health sides, too, of things. In fact, that's actually what we're advertising here, Ageless Multi-Collagen. This is the only product like this in the in the world that blends the five types of collagen into one, and collagen is the elixir of youth, and it actually works because they guarantee the results. You risk nothing, but they have the five types of collagen, and if you go to healthwithdave.com, you'll see the science behind it. Unlike the CDC and our federal government, they actually publish the science with validated documentation. What a refreshing approach this is, given the voodoo science of our federal government. But this does work, and if it doesn't work for you, well, then you get your money back, no questions asked. And there's a 51% discount. Uh, Collagen will make your muscles and joints feel better. You'll look younger. You'll have more energy. And by the time you're in middle age, which a lot of you are, in fact, most of you, according to our demographics, You've lost over half your collagen. It's not too late to replace it. And like I said, this is the only proprietary process in the United States. It's under patent, which means it's exclusive to BioTrust. So go to healthwithdave.com. That's healthwithdave.com. Uh, well, Doug, we got some interesting stories here. I want to start with uh, Tucker. And uh, Tucker had a revelation I agree with because of discussions I've had with various men of the cloth, such as Pastor Paul Begley, as I mentioned, who I have a lot of respect for. Um, tell the audience what you found about Tucker and what he is saying that the world is up against. So Tucker Carlson is quoted. I'll just read it. He says, they're not aliens. They've always been here. I don't, I do think it's supernatural. He said this on the, uh, recent Timcast IRL. 
He said, there is good and evil that we are being acted upon at all times. You're subject to forces from outside yourself. There are forces that are not human that do exist in a spiritual realm of some kind that we cannot see. And that when you think about it, sort of makes you think we live on an ant farm. What do you think and, he uh, meant by the comment ant farmer? Or is that your comment? No, that's his comment. Look, uh, you know, the whole ant farm thing. If you think about it in this way, uh, I, I don't like that, that term ant farm. Because and that makes it seem like there's nothing we can do about anything that we're dealing with. Uh, and, and, you know, Tucker mentioned, you know, the whole alien thing and, and it being spiritual. As Christians, we know that there are demonic forces at play. Satan is always working in his, um, his ministers of darkness and all of his followers and the temptations and sin, uh, the battle of the flesh. All these things that come into play. You have these ancient civilizations that get brought up every now and then. A lot of prophecies that are being fulfilled. And um, I think people muddy the water when they start to go too heavy into the alien side of things. Because once you step into the everything's an alien problem, then... You know, where does it end? We came from aliens. Aliens are who designed us mm-hmm, and created mm-hmm. us. When, when Jesus returns, it'll be on a UFO. Um, you know, I, I like the conversation and I don't like the conversation. Me as someone who ministers to, to the body of Christ, I, I could really care less. I understand the whole alien situation. I, it would not shock me at all if there was other life outside of this planet but beyond that conversation do i care no are aliens going to save you and they're your salvation no they're not um once you the conversation that you and i had previously we wrestle not with flesh and blood but with powers and principalities and powers of the air one of the things that's being brought up quite a bit now in this alien conversation and the government is not helping is how they keep saying that we're finding spacecraft UFOs from these historical digs. That means that they've been here predate man or they predate this current uh, time. I don't know where to go with that one. Yeah. I have an answer for that. I think it's a bunch of nonsense, and I'll tell you why. If there were truly aliens, and you know I don't believe they are, but if they were truly extraterrestrials from a different planet with a different culture and civilization, and not of Satan, not imitators, if they were advanced enough to get here, displace time and space, travel light years in a reasonable amount of time to make coming to Earth practical, they sure as hell wouldn't be crashing uh, saucer craft all over the world. And I got to believe if one of their, 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 their ships crashed, they would have retrieval crews and they would negate any type of retrieval we were doing. I, I don't find the story believable from that standpoint. I think it's all made up. Let me read to you just real quickly here from Genesis 6, verse 4. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and here's the key phrase, and also afterwards, and they're referring to the flood, because this is in the context of Noah's flood, which tells the story in detail in verse 9. So it says, the Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children by them. Okay, with this is we get into my belief on why there is separate DNA. And when I had the discussion with Paul Begley, he said this is a major topic now in eschatology among pastors. And uh, I think it should be more than a topic. I think it should be this is how, what it is, and we're being deceived. So, Doug, I'm not buying the alien story, not for one minute. Now, the thing is they can make it look like aliens. We may have to fight these aliens and craft because you got to fight the enemy that's in front of you. But at the end of the day, I believe these are certain uh, Satan servants. 
Yeah, you know, here's the thing. We have no idea what we don't know. Yep. And we have a government that hopefully lies to us all the time, always hiding secrets. And um, where they get the metallurgy? Where did they get the technology? How did they create the craft? Who told them how to create the craft? Um, you know, I, one of the things that I always found very interesting of the whole back engineering and we created, you know, some of these craft and back engineered it. I had a conversation with a ufologist. Uh, the guy wasn't a Christian, but he made some very good points. And he said, uh, you know, my problem with what's happening right now with this whole UFO disclosure talk is the back engineering part. He said, if we took, if we took a gas combustible engine of like a basic motorcycle and we bring it back to the 1700s, no one's going to have any idea what to do with the thing, how to recreate it, how to make gas. Uh, the metallurgy is not even the same. And maybe they'll fumble around and, and find the key and turn the thing on, turn the lights on and ooh and all at that. And then the battery will die. Um, if they're really lucky, they'll be able to get the thing to crank. But other than that, they have no way of replicating it. The technology is just too far advanced. So that's kind of my thinking with the alien technology. If you, if you listen to some of these guys, some of these ufologists, they'll say that the craft, there's stuff that we just can't explain, we can't recreate. Um, well, Bob Lazar is probably the best guy to, to ever reference in this because I think Bob Lazar, out of all these other people, is actually telling us the truth, that they tried recreating it, they killed people doing it, um, element 115, they were able to create it for like a microsecond. And so that's why it's on the periodic table now, but you can't get it here on earth. So there's something about this craft and this tech that is wholly alien, but to what degree is it the alien? Is it Stephen Greer's friendly aliens that he's, you know, meditating out into a field and talking to, which by next, the way, we, we call that divination. Yeah, um, yeah. Or is this Timothy Alberino's idea of the aliens or bad angels, good angels. And this is just a rough translation of uh, who we're talking to, or is it something completely different? Is this completely man-made? Um, it's to say that everything alien is demonic is to not understand the actual words of the Bible. Not saying that it's ignorant for people to say that, but we within the Christian community don't do ourselves justice when we just call everything demonic. Um, demonic is the disembodied spirits, the, the, uh, dead giants. That's the way the Bible clearly describes them. And not just giants, but anything else that had fallen in those days, um, things that could not, you know, go over to heaven. So I, I would say that it's not spirits, demons that have created this tech. This is nuts and bolts aircraft. Um, you have multiple countries around the world who have claimed to have seen them, shot them down, recovered them, and then they all recover little bodies or big tall bodies or it's the mantis, or it's the tall grays, the the tall Norse. Um, and here's the thing, though, is when you ask somebody, okay, that's a very, that's a you know, it's a very cool story. Produce me evidence. Produce me evidence. Produce me a body. Produce me a craft. Well, there's about 5,000 runs of tape that you're going to have to cut through. And the government's going to visit you. And then the deep state government's going to come after you. And then your phone's going to get tapped. And then you're going to be declared crazy. And so people just stop with the whole conversation. And yet, at the same time, 
this whole thought of aliens is spreading around the world like a viral plague. People are so ready to see the alien awakening. They're not having a spiritual awakening. Thank you. That's exactly right. Um, I'm going to give you a piece of detail I've come across, and I believe it's true. When um, we haven't changed our general transportation abilities in 100 years, which means technology is being suppressed. And this, a lot of it comes back to Tesla. And as you know, I have personal experience in this with Enron and what happened there. And um, preparing uh, to release more detail on this. I talked to Vance Davis, uh, former NSA, former NATO, that was part of this. And I said, Vance, is it time? He goes, Dave, it was probably time 10 years ago. But I think it's especially timely now. And I'm going to come out with this. But let me tell you what I learned. Donald Trump's uncle secured Tesla's files and then gave them to the FBI upon his death in 1943, and they still haven't been released. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie now, they have extremely great products as you all know Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. And a lot of it's free energy stuff, high technology. And I think the reason that we're stuck in this technological void, particularly in transportation, is to have, if you had society keep up with technology, okay, and if it was fallen angel technology, okay, they want to appear to be the superior alien race for various reasons we've talked about. And they can't have regular humans keeping up with that, which is why we're still commuting to work in gasoline-powered cars for a 100 years, which really makes no sense, uh, given what, what I know we can do with quantum physics. 
And so where I'm going with this is is clearly there was a move to bifurcate science. And my own father told me this, that uh, we came out of World War II with a determination to educate the public in Newtonian three-dimensional physics, even though they were well aware of quantum physics, free energy, uh, different energy properties that would be suppressed. And Tesla's work today you know, you're looking now at almost 80 years of suppression, and it still has not been released by the FBI. But isn't it interesting that Donald Trump's uncle was involved in this? Yeah, I've always found it to be very interesting. Um, you, you know, are you, I mean, were you aware of that? Yeah, yeah. Right at the end, uh, Tesla had become a complete recluse, lived in uh, mm-hmm. that apartment by himself in New York. And more or less, all he had was just a trunk with a uh, the ideas for his inventions, and then I think like a, just a few things here or there. Um, they they more or less said that the man had turned mad. Now, Tesla with the Tesla coil. I mean, the, I've seen the I've seen the examples of this where you can fire off a Tesla coil, and then you could take a light bulb and stick it to the ground, mm-hmm. and the light bulb will, will you know will obviously light up. But yet, why do we still have power lines? Well, I can answer that for you. Before, uh, it was after World War I, Tesla went to Westinghouse, who was one of his sponsors, and he said, I can give free energy, because I did this in 1899 when I sent but energy. it can't be metered. That's exactly right. That's exactly what Westinghouse said. He goes, I want to put a meter on everything to make money. That's why we have what we have. But see, well, that's the profit motive. I think there's more to it today with technology suppression than just the profit motive. I think it's to create the great deception that's coming. I Okay, so let's go there. I think the profit motive is the ability for the, let's just say, big G, big G government, the overall government. Um, that's how it pays its bills, from us, charging us. And that's how it pays for all of its little bitty things that it does, too. All those nasty little things they don't want us to know about. Mm-hmm. So if you have to pay money to have your your plumbing, water, um, your electric, your roads, well, then you have to go to work. And if you have to go to work and you have to be there for 8 to 10 to 12 hours... Well, that takes up most of your day, and the rest of that's going to be, you know, what? The rest of that's more or less going to be resting. So the willingness for someone to want to step out of the box and start to be inventive and creative, um, to be more free in their travelings, you know, that's why the cars aren't made the way they used to be. That's why gas and diesel are so expensive when Honestly, the the ability to purify these things and to create them have only become faster mm-hmm. and the production the production of it better and the availability of oil has become so much more. Why is it still so damn expensive? It's because it holds us back. We were supposed to be the Jetsons in 2000. Remember that? We were all supposed to be the Jetsons. Well, we should be. I mean, technologically, we should be. We absolutely should be. They had thermal imaging in the 1940s. They had radar. They had sonar. How are we not beyond that? Well, it's because we are beyond that, but only certain bits and pieces of that big G government are beyond that. Uh, The rest of us, I mean, it's it's going to be turned into the Hunger Games if we don't watch what we're doing. Uh, the rest of us, we just watch what Tucker says, and we watch what all these other guys say, and you, you hang on to their every word. And, you know, I like Tucker. I like a lot of these guys. But in the back of my mind, I always think, is this still Project Mockingbird? Are they just throwing this in our face because they run and control the media? Um you want to hope that Tucker is really speaking from the heart. Of course, he, you know, he claims to be a Christian. Um, but I'm not saying he's not, but when 
I think the the problem here is with this whole discussion of aliens, um, Trump, Biden, it's all the same thing. It pulls your eyes away from the actual battle that is with the principalities over your government that keep you enslaved. Mm-hmm. Right? That absolutely, cl- they keep you enslaved. They continue to start the wars. They continue to start the rebellion against God amongst his own people. And anything to fund that, fuel that, refine it, and spin it back out to you in the next generation, that's the goal. That's one of many goals that we're talking about. Um, I mean, what if the aliens come and they finally do expose themselves, what's what's that going to hurt America? How's that going to dictate our politics? Will it stop the wars? Will we be able to get free energy? Will sin magically go away? Uh, you know, which one of these things can they actually, and I'll say that actually, let me, let me throw a, a curveball at you. Aliens come out of the sky. They land right there, Pennsylvania Avenue. And they say, all right, now we're here. Electricity's free and wars are stopping. Do you think our government would allow it? And do you think anyone would go through with it? Again, I think it's part of the great deception. Um, I've often said that Project Blue Beam was the final line of defense for the globalists to take over. If everything else doesn't produce the results they want, then they'll scare the hell out of us into submitting to the uh, Antichrist that will be coming with a great deception. And uh, so that's my answer to your question. Uh you know, there was a movie made in 1951 called The Day the Earth Stood Still. And uh, as alien comes to Earth and he says, we don't really give a crap if you destroy each other. But now that you're going out into space, it becomes our business. And you see this robot we have here? We've given this robot AI, AI, complete control over us, and they immediately destroy any aggressor towards violence. And um, he said, your planet will be turned into a burned-out cinder if you take your warlike ways out into space. Yeah. Do you know how the Antichrist returns and heads off what appears to be a major war and appears to save humanity, and you get three and a half years of relative bliss, and then it turns into a living hell the last three and a half years of tribulation? Yep. I'm not so sure that that movie does not somewhat depict what could lie ahead for us if we do have some type of fake alien presence brought to Earth. Well, here's the thing. In regards to the Antichrist, it has to line up with the Hebrews' thinking of who the Messiah is and fulfill the need for that prophecy. Because that's, what, what that's, is that? Give us give us the characteristics of what that would entail. Third temple being built, mm-hmm. Antichrist goes and sits in it and anoints himself as God, and so there is the uh, abomination of desolation. So it's the, the Antichrist isn't going to be some you know little gray alien. It has to fit what Jesus was originally. That's what he says. I came and you received me not, but another will come in my name and him you shall receive. Um, so right there, him, okay, it's a he. It's a Jewish prophecy. So it's a, it's a Hebrew prophecy. And it will be depicting of the Messiah. So, you know, I, I mean, after that, I've heard so many people give discussions on what the Antichrist is, who he could be, who he could not be. Mm-hmm. Just me reading the scripture, um, he's going to have to come from the same lineage that Jesus did out of David. That's that's what makes you prophecy. what makes you say that? Because conventional wisdom says he comes out of the EU. 
Well, no, that's just a country that he's from. Because what they'll do is they'll genetically trace back his blood or his lineage. Jesus came out of the line of David. Mm-hmm. So uh, out, of, out of that whole lineage, that's where Christ came from. Uh, and they were all watching. They were waiting for that. Even the, the Sanhedrin knew that. Um, the Pharisees knew that. But, yeah, I don't know. I guess in my mindset, the Antichrist will come out of that as well to fool them. The whole point is to fool them. Not so much as in the rest of the world, but to fool specifically Israel. And then he'll, he'll stop all the wars. Um, will he be charismatic? Of course he will be. Everybody will love the guy. Um, we know that he'll have no need for women. So could he be a homosexual? Could he be, you know, asexual? I don't, I don't care, but apparently that's really not, uh, within what he wants to do while he's here on earth. Um, the man is here to conquer the man of sin. He's here to conquer. So that's. Anytime the Antichrist comes up, people forget that point. He's here to conquer. He, Revelation twelve thirteen, um, will tell you some of the best descriptions about him. You can also read in Second Thessalonians, I believe. Um, but I, I just don't, I don't think he's going to come from a spacecraft. I know me and a few other guys have had these conversations. I mean, it sounds whimsical. It sounds cool. It sounds fun, but. It has to be able to fool Israel. That's that's that prophecy that has to be fulfilled. But I don't, I don't think Stephen coming. I, I don't think coming out of a spacecraft is going to either encourage or fool Israel. I I, I think that's. I, I don't know if that's relevant to Israel, um, where he comes from. I mean, it's his actions that are going to dictate whether or not they believe him. Yeah, I mean. Well, I mean, it doesn't mean that it has to be a spacecraft if it's just a fiery dot in the sky and then poof, he appears. You know, that's the problem with this. The problem with this conversation is that people don't do enough studying and they do way too many hypothetical conversations. I've seen them. I've read them. Uh, you and I have talked about this, how there's not a lot of research biblically that's done, but there's a ton of research into ufos and all this other stuff but here's one thing that's funny is that you actually have a bible that you can go back and reference and you have a christ who's already been here but with the ufos you have a few grainy images and then trust whatever david <laughs> grush says there you go and uh exactly you know, steve steven greer could hum and make ufos appear in the middle of the field you know i think we should leave Stephen greer out of the discussion because i don't find his views even close to relevant that's no 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 intention for insulting him at all i'm sure he thinks he's sincere but from my perspective there's nothing that he's showing us that i go wow i need to consider that it's you know it's not biblical and i don't think it's in the realm of reality what do you think i think i, I think Stephen greer works for the other side personally Okay. So I don't have I any think, evidence of that, but I'll say this. He says nothing in my mind that furthers the discussion for contemplation on our part. That's my, that's no, my position. No, the reason why, well, and I agree with you. The reason why I'm saying that is because I, I, I believe in the kingdom and I believe in Christ and anything that divides me and the people from Christ that is, um, antithetical to the Bible that is a ploy of Satan. One yeah. of hundreds, one of hundreds, everything's on the table with Satan, right? Every plan, every scheme, and Stephen Greer, regardless if he understands this or not, is feeding into that because he's one of those people who says that the aliens came and created us. They're our ascended masters, that esoteric uh, Eastern religion style stuff. So, um, and for the government to allow him into where he's been into, to talk to who he's talked to. And by the way, I know a little bit more about Stephen Greer. I don't know that some of the things that he says, 
if this rumor is true is absolute BS, but we'll, we'll leave that on the other side. Um, what he's bringing to the table that actually has any merit, but is probably just one of many distractions is the human trafficking. So that's a good point that he was able to bring up, but it's how they spin it. It's how they spin it. How do they spin it? Well, because human trafficking, which is used for satanic ritual abuse, is now something that the aliens are contracting people um, to go and abduct people, and then what? It goes into their you know human genome project or whatever. But what you're what a lot of people are missing is the occultic side of all this, which you almost can't at some point separate. UFOs and occultism anymore. And then you have this connecting between the two, which is human trafficking. So it's either being abducted by aliens or it's human trafficking and sex trafficking used for occultism. All right. So that's the two different sides of the spectrum. Um, if Greer is involved in any of that transmission of that knowledge back and forth, he's leaning further to the UFO side than he is the human trafficking occultism side. One side is clearly what Hillary Clinton and her ilk do, the Podestas do, okay? And then everyone else says, hey, ignore all this really horrific satanic stuff and pay attention to the UFOs. Look at the lights in the sky, kids. Don't pay attention to the people in the robes walking down the back alley. That's my problem with this entire conversation because that is, that is a, that is a human threat, not this made up alien threat. There's one thing that's been brought to my attention that the abduction of people, primarily children, but also adults are part of a uh, global slavery ring. And then occultic sex trafficking, which you're saying. But it's also being sold to the authorities. And I kid you not when I say this, Doug. This is what I've heard a number of times. It's intergalactic. This is the fallen angel imitation, the great deception. This is part of the deal we give you. You give us your people as we demand, and we'll give you technology. And that story has been around since the the 50s. Actually, before that, even before that, Truman allegedly had meetings with beings. And again, I I, I hearken back to it sound sound like a broken record, but I do not believe they're aliens. But I do believe, well, I'll put it to you this way. There have been people that have told me, and and I'm going to pursue this, and I have to say I have an open mind, but I don't know that this is true, that not only are they trafficking children with regard to sex trafficking, but they're also these uh, entities are are eating a certain percentage of them. I'm I'm serious. Human food. Do Do you have any opinion on that? I, I I need to research this. But what do you think about that? So, because I'm highly biased, um, anytime I start to hear people say anything intergalactic, my mind just kind of shuts off. Because I've had way too okay, many conversations. Hold on, Doug. I'm saying the intergalactic is a deception. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We're on the same wavelength here. But I have had these conversations with people who are very popular who will say that there's a an intergalactic battle fleet that's surrounding the world right now. They're all cloaked. I mean, look, there's it's the tabloids, man. That's it's the tabloids. What's what's really happening? is you have satanic worship that involves the dismembering, the bloodletting, witchcraft, curses, um, warlocks that are involved, uh, child sacrifice to the hands of Baal all over again. Um, every single, um, at this rate, every single Planned Parenthood has multiple people that are within witches' covens that are Satanists. Yeah. And they devote every single abortion to Satan. I mean, they just recently came out in a news article saying it. 
This is the more clear and present danger to human society than this, this foolish UFO talk. And once again, I say foolish UFO also saying if there's an actual other alien life forms out there in some other planet, I would not be shocked, but I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Yeah. It's not part of what we're dealing with, but Doug, if they're using the alien deception, to mask who and what they really are and what they're after. It's something we do have to consider. We can't ignore that if that, if this is a deception. Um, well, there, it needs to be exposed so people can I, understand what we're dealing with. I do believe Bob Lazar, and I do believe that there are bases that we don't know about, that things are happening that we can't explain. I don't think they're gray aliens that are there. Um, I think whatever is going on, is an entanglement between people and the fallen angels. And look, the hybrid offspring of, of fallen angels has been everywhere in everything that you can think of. The minotaurs, the, the cyclops, the giants, um, water nymphs. I mean, it's all, it's all you, the same thing. It, it's all monsters. They're yeah, all monsters. All the same right? thing. Yeah. They're all um, monsters. So if if one of those grandchildren uh, happen to be three to four foot tall little gray guys with big eyes, well, then, you know, that just is what it is. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to lose any sleep over that. But the abduction, on the other hand, the abduction phenomena is a clear and present danger that does not like to be discussed. There is something happening there. There's way too many victims. Cattle mutilation is another one. There's way too many victims. There is a f- clear phenomena there. People are experiencing something. It's like people who, who say that they've seen Bigfoot. In every continent around the world, I think, except Antarctica, there has been thousands of Bigfoot sightings. In every single group of people around the world, big, hairy skunk capes, right? So... There's clearly a phenomena happening. And I'm, I'm okay enough to say that I can't explain it all. But what I'm stressing is that yes, there are phenomena. Dave and I are very much aware of it. We talked about it quite a bit, even with the ESP stuff. But there is another darker side to this that's being fed, that's being cloaked. Uh, that's part of this underground of the elites that they do not want exposed. And so they will do everything in their power, even if it means they got to build a mile wide spacecraft and land it on top of the Empire State Building. Yeah, I agree. They'll do it. Um, there are three elements to Epstein's Island. And there's two of them that we know about. There's the third one I think is probably true and it fits into what I just revealed. Uh, sex and then using kids in hunting parties for entertainment. And I'm yeah. sure you've heard of that. The, those two, two activities are prevalent. Um, but then there's the third one I just brought up. The, an element of these, uh, fallen angels, for lack of a better term, are consuming humans for food. This is a repetitive theme I'm getting from people I talk to. And uh, they've told me how they know. I've been asked not to mention at this point. I'll just say this. The remains that are discovered can reveal a lot. I'll just say that. And uh, there's also another element to this, Doug. I want to get your opinion on this. Uh, There's a growing body of people. Edgar Mitchell first mentioned this in 1997 in a meeting I was in with him. And, and Edgar Mitchell was an astronaut, walked on the moon in um, Apollo 17. Missing money from the Pentagon has been going on for a long time. And it's being used to support these deep underground bases, of which a lot of this stuff is going on. And uh, the Pentagon has lost now $6 trillion. And there are many people I talk to that say, it's not necessarily about corruption in Ukraine and there's, that's going on, but we can find out about that pretty easily. It's about where is this missing money going? And some people estimate it's grown as high as $120 trillion through the years. 
deep underground bases to perpetuate the great deception. Do you have any reaction to that? I mean, or that's where they're going to try and survive the day of the Lord. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, probably exactly. True, right. Yeah. And Dr. Anna Mihachek said that she found in the vaccine evidence of quantum physics, time dilation, trying to displace time. Uh, and she theorized that they're going to try to avoid judgment day through time dilation. Of course, you can't outsmart God. It's a, it's a f- stupid idea. But yeah, good uh, luck with that one. But but she was convincing in our discussion when she talked about some of the physics behind some of the vaccines. She said, this is elements of a, not necessarily within the person that's injected, but there's elements there that could be used for time dilation, like in a laboratory. And we already have evidence of that. Now, just to digress to this for a second. The example I like to point out is in 2012, Leipzig, Germany, teleportation, an inanimate object across a long laboratory. And there was bilocation. When they transmitted the device across the laboratory, the device appeared at its point of origin and also simultaneously appeared at its point of destination momentarily. So there was bilocation. Doug, that's time displacement. That bilocation is time displacement. And this is what Dr. Anna was saying, that she's found elements of scientific properties that could duplicate this. And it's in the vaccine, but I don't think she's really sure how it applies to people in the vaccine. But she says the physics speaks to time dilation. Well, I mean, beam me up, Scotty. If if you are not wearing some sort of a hardened, compressed uniform, like let's let's say, for example, a spacesuit, and you walked into the vacuum of space, you're going to get pulverized. Your body's not going to last out there. Um, So. If you think about traveling through that space-time continuum, um, that materialization and dematerialization, mm-hmm. then maybe there is something that they are working on that you could put into the blood that once activated, it does whatever to your body, and it helps uh, with that transfiguration from point A to point B. And that way... You know, whenever you go from point A, you don't end up looking like a meatball whenever you land on point B. We know one of the things is escapism. The elite in escapism, they they build the redoubts in Hawaii. Hello, Maui. They build the redoubts in New Zealand, um, all around the world. Tell the people what you mean by redoubts before you go further. Uh, well, I have a, actually a little bit of experience in this. Uh, you have very, 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 very wealthy people who build underground bunkers that mm-hmm. would shock you the size of them. Um, all over the world, South America, America, um, New Zealand is like the big metropolis of it all. And so that whenever prophecy hits a fan, they get guys like me and others. And, you know, we're bought and paid for and tasked to get mm-hmm. your family from point A to point B. And then I guess we're on our own. But we know that that escapism is for, let's say, domestic disturbance, World War Three, great famines, great plagues, but not the day of the Lord. So if they could find a way to get off world, we know that the the whole escapism to Mars with Elon Musk and a bunch of others has always been a hot point. It's always been a conversation in the wing. That is, if it's not the moon, then that is probably where they're going to. I, I always thought the jumping off point would be you take a space shuttle to the moon on the backside of the moon because no one's ever allowed to look there. And then from there you launch off and I guess you go to Mars Um, because prove we haven't been to Mars and prove we have been to Mars and God forbid you get the flat earthers on this conversation. Leave them out. So they're not yeah. worth considering. So we, we have this escapism mindset and they'll do whatever they'll do whatever, but I'll, I'll promise you this, whatever they do, they're going to take, all the things that they need with them. 
That means all their bad habits. That means the people that need to sexually molest, ritualistically cannibalize, uh, those things won't stop. So people will be traveling with these groups. Um, uh, bingo. And- Do you know what's coming out of the research I've been talking about? Is that there are colonies of sex slaves on the moon. I'm not joking when I say this. And I only brought it up because it's in the context of what you just said. Otherwise, if you bring something like that, people roll their eyes and say you're nuts. But it makes sense if they're going to look to escape the planet, that they take their toys with them. Yeah, I mean, look, the the thing is, is that the one thing that all these people have in common is they practice occultism, which is Satanism. Okay, so... This, these black arts, they all meld into one, one side of the fence, which is the fallen. And then the other side of the fence, which is the wrathful judgment of God. So they will appease their little G gods as much as possible to get them off the world. But prophecy says that'll never happen. Well, so yeah, I agree. These same you. people, these same people, they, they know prophecy. They could look it up. It's being preached to them all the time. So that's what they're being, that's what's being prepared. That's what the preparation is. The notion that they can escape Judgment Day through time-space displacement is nonsense. Because if you would wipe out the differences between the first five dimensions, everything would happen at the same time. There'd be no interdimensional reality. It'd all be one dimension. And don't think for a second the creator of the universe can't do that instantaneously. Of course, the, the, of course he can. There's no escape for these people, and I can't believe they even entertain the fact that they can escape Judgment Day, no matter where they go or how they displace time. Was it the Philadelphia experiment? Yes. Where they were able to to get a destroyer battleship to disappear and then to reappear? Yeah, and it didn't go well because some of the men materialized inside of bulkheads and so forth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was that's... it was an ugly deal. They wanted to create a ship that, if it was fired upon, a torpedo's approaching, it could be in a different time location, and the torpedo would pass harmlessly through, then they'd reappear. Uh, what they got out of it, though, was cloaking technology, but it wasn't interdimensional. That's what did work. What's, what's scary is that I there's a guy who says claims that he was a survivor of this, wrote a book, uh, he actually ended up having a very horrific life. And the stories that are told about that experiment, which is it's what makes me think, like, I don't know how these people think injecting something into your blood so that you could you know, be materialized somewhere else is going to go good for you. Uh, in the Philadelphia experiment, these men were half submerged in concrete and yeah. steel. Yep. Um, the Some were turned inside out. Uh, some were completely just missing except for like their knees to their feet uh some were just smoldering piles of mush others others man were completely insane screaming nonstop. yeah i want to go to the guy you talked about his name escapes me but he used to be on our bell show a lot yep yep that's i know who I and he was from mesa arizona actually he lived in mesa at the time uh, actually lived about six blocks away from Vance Davis at the time. But he um, he was transported to a different time, and he assumed a different identity for his own protection. And then he came public with, in the later part of his life. Yeah, he, he changed names. D- Doug, I used to know the story chapter and verse, but it's been, gosh, it's been 30 years now, and just about, and I don't recall all the details any longer, but he actually changed names. Well, what's scary is his account is that they had slipped into this time dilation is is uh, very technical, but they had slipped into a portal and something ravished that vessel. There were entities that mm-hmm. had run amok demons, monsters, whatever you want to call them, man. And some of these guys, they, uh, they, they committed suicide. Uh, the Navy absolutely refused to help them, uh, because it is, it's documented, uh, by the Navy. And so, you know, some of these guys went to the psych wards, just fed pills until they died. 
So something happened that horrifically, horrifically haunted these men, ravished their minds, their bodies. And the vessel of that ship was never the same. And so this is the same type of fire, strange fire, that the elites are playing with when they try to do this technology well, themselves. They've refined this some. The Philadelphia experiment, part of it actually was the basis of the science behind CERN. Which yeah, is it was in up, its infancy. Yeah, they open up interdimensional realities in CERN and bring in satanic entities. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that, that's something I'm convinced is true. Yeah, I mean, and, and Lord, we haven't even discussed CERN. And now China is going to build the biggest uh, Hadron Collider in the world. Uh, what they say? It's going to be 10 times the size yeah. of uh, of CERN. So there's a, there's a search out there for technology that's either hidden or just not very well known that was either given to them uh, or people have just created it on their own. But it's almost always malevolent because none of it has benefited man. We still have cancer. We still have diseases. We still have um, horrific uh, debt to income ratio, which within itself is a war on the people. Um, you have all these wars, the psi wars, the psychological um, operations that are going on. I mean, you, Trump is Trump. What happened in Trump in 2020 to what people don't understand out of a list of a hundred bad things, Trump is like number three or four on that list. Our elections at this rate really don't matter anymore. They don't matter. It's at all, to, no. it's to appease us, the masses. Yeah. It's to give the illusion. We have a voice. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if that's why your dollar means nothing, your dollar's worth 60 cents right now. All right. But if you go on, um, you know, anything where you can read about metals and you look at the, the dollar, the dollar is worth like $111 right now. Um, it, it's all been grossly propped up. So it's an illusion. Um, it's an illusion. And where do you think this is going though? Because. 2023 is about to end. You and I have been saying for the longest time, 2024, World War III, Civil War in America. I'll say this, and then we got to start to conclude here. $18 trillion of liquidity is leaving the American public, mostly in the middle and upper middle class. And that's because of increased values for stock, for homes. Now it's all going away. And $18 trillion is going to devastate the mainstream of this country and put them in poverty status. And it's going to happen in the first or second quarter of 2024. And uh, then there's going to be the collapses of real estate, commercial and residential. The banks are going to begin to fail in big numbers. Uh, we're looking at the end of the civilization as we know it. And, Doug, that's where I think the future is wide open because anything can happen, including the things we're talking about here. This is going to be a part two where we pick up on, but I wanted to leave you with a short opportunity to tell people how to follow your show. Well, until they come for me next, uh, YouTube, uh, Rumble, American Vindicta Show, uh, gsradio.net, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern time frame, and also the thecommonsenseshow.com.tv. Mm -hmm. Please make sure that you're signed up if you're not signed up, and please make sure that you're sharing, that you're liking, that you're commenting, that you're sending us the emails, that you're spreading this information out as exactly. much as possible. Because what Dave has been doing for the longest time is now starting to get shadow banned, and it's he's going to be one of many, like myself and others, who they're going to target so that you eventually don't have wise counsel and you don't have good Christian men who are telling you things that you should probably be aware of. Exactly. Because they, they want you to listen to the ilk all day long, but they don't want you to listen to the truth. So support Dave and what he does as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Like, share, and subscribe this. And uh, make sure that you go to Rumble and that you sign up. Um, Dave... You know, I mean, that's that's about it. I know we got to wrap up, but uh, yeah. 
That's it. You got anything um, else? No, it's pretty much it. I think this invites a part two. We had to pick up here and continue because I think we're just building the case for the great deception. Uh, we don't have all the details, don't pretend to, but we can see the general trend curve, folks, and you're being set up for absolute destruction. And don't let them herd you into smart cities because they're open-air concentration camps, and history shows genocide happens in these kinds of events. Um, invest in precious metals because your money in the bank is going to be worthless soon. Doug, uh, interesting show. I think it's thought-provoking, but uh, not to be to be continued in later broadcast. Thanks for joining us. Take care. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.